The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Nice. Very nice. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and clearing the decks. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we've got tech news to chew through and some advice from the New York Times if you're thinking about ditching Facebook. And I am. Yes, uh, you, you, you've not only thought about it, you've, you've kind of like put out I'm the door, almost there. right? Yeah, I'm almost there. But first, the Kaiser moment before yes. we get to the news. Did we introduce ourselves? Yes, we did. We've done that part, yeah. yes. Again, we're in the uh, in the undisclosed bunkers, and uh, you know, it throws my whole game off. This whole yeah. you know secret society thing we got going on now. What I do is I pretend like we're on the run from the law. So yes. <laughs> see, I pretend yeah. we're in World War II and we're transmitting from like a suitcase transmitter oh, and see? we're like giving secret coordinates of Nazi troops. That's cool. Is Haley Atwell involved? Of course she is. Of course. Good, good, good. Yeah. Good call there, JD. Nice. Yeah. So, so, so that's how that's I kind of envision us here. But, All uh, right. Well, that's, that's but, good. Uh, Listen, I got I to gotta say one thing. What do you, you got to say? I can't wait for Star Trek Discovery to come back. So, you know, I'm jonesing it. I really, really you gotta enjoyed. You got to wait till January now. They, January. They're making us wait three later months than we did last year. I figured, you know what, that I could, you know, tame the beast a little bit with Orville. Because I figured Orville, it's kind of like Star Trek light, you know. It's yeah. whatever you want to call it. It's like the but, off-brand chip that you go to when exactly, you're out of Doritos. Exactly, exactly. With dirty words. With yeah. naughty words. But that's not coming back till January too. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, that's a bummer. Yeah, I guess yeah. nobody wanted to deal with the holidays. Well, are you yeah, watching? Because I know the Star Trek producers felt very guilty that they were delaying the the return of the show, especially after it built up and they had that whole fifteen episodes last year. But are yeah, you watching yeah. the little shorts that they're doing with individual I have characters? Not. I have not. I'm actually hoping to, f- to 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 find a way to see it. But what I've done in the interim is I've dived back into Star Trek Enterprise. Because you've got the CBS All Access app, which has all the Star Treks ever filmed all in one no, place? No, no, no. It's on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Even it's better. It's on Netflix. Even better. I don't have to pay the extra money. And you know what? I got to say, it's a really bad show. <laughs> It was really, it was not really, the most highly rated of all of all the Treks and all the Trekdom. That one was kind of in the lower. I mean, I was always wow. a Deep Space Nine fan. I oh, mean, that Deep was Space kind of the Nine. one for me. Oh, absolutely. Deep Space Nine, no question. No question. Um, I even forgave them for stealing all for ripping off Babylon 5. But yeah. that's okay. You know, but yeah. Enterprise, okay, I understand from from just from when the show was on that you have to wait a couple of seasons before it kicks into gear. But you know what? I'm not sure. I'm in the middle of the first season and I'm like, oh, I'm fast forwarding. I'm yeah. fast forwarding. That's so they're good. still in dry dock for you. They haven't even hit gear. Oh, yes, they are so totally in dry dock. It's not even funny. The, the important thing, we, we have all these streaming things. There's so many things to watch. It's like reading a book that it's 500 pages and if you're bored by, you know, the first chapter – Life is short and you don't have a lot of time and there's so much media out there. So I'm trying to teach myself not to be guilty that if it just doesn't do it for me, I'm going to hit the eject uh, button and move on. I mean, geez, you feel, I can't do that. I yeah, can't, I, I you feel like you fail, like you, yes. yeah, you feel like you're not giving them their two. But if they can't get it, if it's a slow uphill thing and maybe some shows could do that in the past, but now there is just so much competition and I'm kind of impatient. So oh my God, I've started the same Don DeLillo book for like th- the past 10 years. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Like, once I start something, I got to finish it. So I'm going to slog through this all four all seasons. Right. 
All right. Well, you know, just Oy. buckle your seatbelt. Have some <laughs> some tasty beverages and and crispy chips at your. Disposal. I might just rewatch Discovery. Then. That's what I yeah. might just do. Does as a palate cleanser. That's it was what I might do. It, it was a very fun show. Well, well, the shorts are kind of. I've only seen the first one, which they did with Tilly, the, the oh, roommate yeah, there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, and you can tell the the way they're written. The written is sort of like two character plays. I mean, I've only seen the one, but it's very subtle. Focuses on just one character, and there's a conundrum, and they, they film it on the sets, and but it, they're you, they seem very low budget because there's no other cast members in except for like maybe one drive-by scene, yeah, but it, it gives those actors a chance to shine, and then really it's sort of like a scene cutting if they're auditioning, you know, they've got all the focus on them, nice. and then they're they're working with the story, uh, and it's not like having a full episode, but it's a little bit of a you know, a, a little something to get you through. A little taste. It's a little yeah. taste. It's a little taste. A little right, taste. It. Yeah, it's not the full meal. You know, maybe it's like a fry, uh, you know, or something. But <laughs> I was going to go with aperitif. Is yes. that a, no? That's a drink, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And an appetizer. It's a three course meal. It's an yeah, appetizer. So, so you know, whatever. But we're sure we're going to be like sliding in the holidays and stretchy pants season, and maybe we oh won't miss our TV shows as much. And then before yeah. you notice, January and the real show is back. Beautiful. I like the way you think. I like the yeah. way you think. Hey, listen. Are you going to scare me in the news segment? Do I need I to? Got a, hold I got on a couple something? things that may oh, raise your hackles okay. just a little bit, but All there's right. also some stuff that will come as no surprise. So. Yeah, okay, fair enough. All right. All right. So, ha- so my let's hackles do some are ready. News. Yes. Yes. Get your hackles, you know, half half you know, ready, <laughs> half ready to spring. Yes. yes, exactly. All right. Well well let's uh well let's start with a happy thing because you like music. And, I do, I love uh, music. And and video and streaming things. Um, I do, I love it all. Yes, Apple's streaming music service took a few years to get off the ground, uh, and many people have been wondering when the company might jump into the streaming video subscription competition, which mm. it's been uh, rumored to be working on for a while. Yeah. Now, according to people familiar with the matter who also don't mind leaking to reporters, Apple is gearing up to deliver its own new digital video service that will blend its uh, original content with some subscription services from legacy media companies. And uh, iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV owners will be able to find all of this in that pre-installed TV app, you know, that they, they put in iOS a few mm-hmm. uh, versions back, and tvOS yeah. for the Apple TV. Yeah. The Apple-created content will be free to those who use Apple hardware, Although the subscription channels obviously will charge their own fees if you're signed up for HBO Go or whatever. Gotcha. Or HBO, HBO Now. HBO Now! Yes, HBO Now! now. So uh, Apple is reportedly paying out about $1 billion with a B dollars on original content this year. And uh, they want to keep it family friendly. They're looking really? at PG-rated shows that appeal to a wide audience, so they're not going for super bloody no, Game of Thrones or, or, or no or the, big mouth, no dirty raunchy. Uh, yeah, cartoons. no dirty raunchy or no Walking Dead sort of mass mayhem and carnage. Guarantee you that doesn't last. I'm gonna make a pizza bet. We haven't made a pizza bet in ages. Pizza bet that doesn't last. Yeah, so you're thinking there's uh, there's money and then there are curse oh, words. Oh, please! They're gonna start flashing naughty bits and shooting zombies and talking dirty. Please. It's only a matter of time. All right. So uh, Pizza Bed Lombardi's. Okay. And uh, yeah, so, so they're they're working on that. And uh, the Wall Street Journal, as we I uh, think reported last month, uh, they have about 24 original shows in production and development. So they're kind of, that's a lot of shows to be going on. That and is some a people, lot. That's, that's they've a got people, uh, Yeah, they've got people in the industry who are, are advising them on this. But yeah, they are just 
going to town with this, but Apple is not the only one out there trying to join Amazon, Netflix, and the others at the streaming party. At the Vanity Fair New Establishment Conference in Los Angeles last week, AT&T announced its plans to unveil a digital video service featuring Warner Media's films and TV shows, and they want to get that out by the end of the year. So yeah, it's basically, you know, you have 600 channels on cable, and everyone's kind of the cord because they don't watch three. There's all of these streaming services coming out, so you're going to have 600 of those to choose from, and which one do you want to pay $10 a month for, and how many, but you know, a lot of people, like maybe two or three, and then you're kind of feeling like you've hit your budget limit for streaming services. I got to tell you, I mean, I'm happy with, right now, I'm happy with Netflix and Amazon Prime. I did, I, I, I am guilty of getting DC Universe, because I want to watch Titans, and if I don't like it, I'm pulling the plug on that. Yeah, so, we're, I mean, we're Netflix and CBS All Access uh, yeah, I mean, and HBO I'm, I'm through the cable subscription, but it's, it's a lot of money invested it is, in channels. It is. The difference, of course, is that, you know, it's a la carte, unlike the cable company where you have to pay 200 for crap you don't want. Yes, I so, get this, I mean, there is you know, that. ice fishing channel or whatever. I'm never hey, don't watch. diss the ice fishing channel, okay? I know I know, it's an art form and, it's, it, you it's, know, it's, you sit out in the shack with the beer <laughs> waiting for the fish, but yeah, it, it's, it's not a sport. something I want to watch. It's yeah. a sport, like bowling. It's a sport. Yeah, you got to hey, I'm a bowler, so I can diss bowling. Yeah, right? I like bowling. I, bowl, you I bowled, you know, I did kind of famous for bouncing it in other nice. people's lanes, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's anyway. move on with some news. Yes. Yes. Now, uh, now, I think we've complained about this before. Not many people like these semi-annual Windows 10 updates that all of a sudden no. show up and you've got this whole new version of the operating system that's going to yeah. eat your connection and download a bunch of stuff that you really didn't want. Truth. And uh, yes, and uh, many people didn't like it when this month's Windows 10 October 2018 update decided to delete some of their files after they uh, installed it. Oh, boy. Yeah, sort of. The, this is why you should always, always back up before anything happens. And because you never know when Microsoft's going to drop something on you, just back up daily. Just back it up. Yes. Uh, Microsoft yanked that software update, though, after howls from users, and they sent out a new version to beta testers to make sure it had fixed the issue. Apparently, it was something where there was some folder that uh, you, it wasn't supposed to overwrite, but it did anyway, like the user wow. folder. Um, but uh, wow. they, they, there's a whole technical explanation of why it happened, and we'll post a link to it on our show page. But needless to say, many people were hugely upset because their files just completely disappeared with the October update. Rightfully so. Yes, uh, and they, as, as they announced on the Windows 10 blog, uh, quote, we have fully investigated all reports of data loss, identified and fixed all known issues in the update, and conducted internal validation. Also, Microsoft support and our retail store customer service personnel are available at no charge to help customers. Yeah, you better be oh, no charge. You better. Damn yeah. right. Yeah, so end quote there. Uh, October uh, is kind of a, an update month for Microsoft, though, because there's also an Xbox One October update mm. out there with new avatars, Dolby Vision, and Alexa nice. support. Oh, really? You can get now? your Alexa talking to your Xbox here. Wow. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Just don't let her frag you when you're not looking. <laughs> yes. Very true. Very true. Yes. Uh, but uh, moving on, uh, many social media platforms uh, can, I think we call them toxic cesspools around here of trolls yes, and misery. Yes, they are. And even Instagram is not immune from bad behavior. Really? However, the picture sharing service is stepping up with new tools to help contain cyber bullies. And as the company blog says, quote, spread kindness, end quote. <laughs> 
It's like a butter spread. Hey, get some spread kindness on my toaster. Um, I can't believe it's not kindness. Yes. (laughs) That should be someone's motto somewhere. I should. I think we all uh, need a little kindness uh, spread over the toast of our lives. Oh, Oh, wow. That's just beautiful. You're a poet, JD. That was beautiful. Very nice. I'm also also kind of hungry. Anyway. Every time we start the show. I tell you. Instagram's new features, though, uh, in order to facilitate all of this uh, goodwill, uh, they include machine learning technology to proactively detect insults, hassles, and bullying in photos and their captions. Uh, and they, then they automatically send those suspect posts to the community operations team to review. So even if somebody posts something completely mean and nobody mm-hmm. sees it yet, this AI is supposed to say, oh, wait, you're, you're dissing this person or you're being mean. And it kicks it over to someone to look at it and say, yeah, you are being mean. I'm going to take that down. So wow. they're trying to automate a lot of this naughty behavior. Um, the site also, uh, I guess they've had a bullying comment filter to proactively detect and hide bullying comments on photos for months. But now they're rolling that out to uh, videos. And they also have a kindness camera effect to fill the screen with hearts, positive comments, and other spirit boosters. If you're looking at somebody's photo that they posted and you really just want to show them some love, you can use this kindness camera filter to uh, share with that. We need the kindness camera filter in a lot of things these yeah, days. Yeah, I think we need but, that in uh, general. Just to, but, you know, it, just... but it's meant to sort of be a, an uplifting, you know, hey, I love you, man, you know, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, not yeah. just the usual online, you know, say something mean and move on. Google Plus. We both had Google Plus accounts at some point, didn't we? Did we? Way back when. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was I forgot it about feels that. like it was in the 90s, but I think it, it was maybe five, six maybe, years ago. Maybe we should log back in. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, to see. Now, yeah. if you in listener land uh, also had a Google Plus account, and after all these years, you know, you finally remembered it, you don't have to take time to go delete it as Google is doing it <laughs> for you. Yeah, they're just like sweeping it away. Yeah, under the rug. The Big G is shutting down the consumer side of its failed Facebook rival after a security hole exposed the personal information of as many as half a million accounts. A lot of accounts there. A Uh, lot of accounts. I don't know if they were still active or or just sort of collecting digital dust. But here's the insult to injury uh, for the eight people still using Google+. Uh, Google waited more than six months to publicly disclose the security issue here. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. Yeah, and as the Wall Street Journal reports, uh, Google discovered the security bug in March, the same month that Facebook's Cambridge Analytica data scandal was blowing up the news. Probably made him a little nervous here. Uh, Google's legal skittish. Uh, yes, yeah, oh, maybe we won't mention this thing that yeah. happened. And their legal and policy team uh, warned the senior executives at Google that said uh, disclosing the security flaw could lead to immediate regulatory interest, which Google has been trying to dodge for a while. Oh, yeah. That's their whole reason d'etre. Yeah. So they they, were very quiet about that. Uh, They do say that they found no evidence that any data was actually misused. Uh, But as you can imagine, European regulators are looking into this rather closely and would like Mm -hmm. more information on Google because they got the They have questions? Yeah, they've got that general data protection regulation now. And if companies do these things and uh, prove that they didn't work hard enough to uh, save privacy, then they have to pay the big bucks. Hey, they're not messing around at the EU. They killed memes. Yeah, they they are. They they have no problem kicking Google's butt. Yeah, it's like the Terminator over there with the privacy right. regulations. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Facebook, always looking for more ways to get people uh, to share their lives and data, has a new device called Facebook Portal. Now, have you heard of Facebook Portal? I have. Yes, I have. I haven't really dived into it, but... Yes. Uh, now, now, for those who have not heard of Facebook Portal or, or just 
sort of shut down when they heard the word Facebook. It's a voice-activated video chat tablet with an always-listening microphone and camera for your living room or kitchen that can Mm -hmm. detect when you are in your own home. So Mm -hmm. you walk in, and this thing is kind of paying, you know, is it recording? Is it watching you? What does it want? This spiffy new device arrives in a year when Facebook has been busted for doing all kinds of dodgy things with people's personal information, even beyond the aforementioned Cambridge Analytica scandal. They also had that security breach last month involving 50 million user accounts. And there was even a recent report uh, in Gizmodo that revealed that uh, Facebook was harvesting two-factor authentication numbers and other information that was not specifically shared with the company, just if you put in your cell phone number to, to get a login <sighs> code. They were getting that, too. So um, not not cool uh, sharing that stuff around. I don't really see either of us getting Facebook portal. You Let imagine you. this thing just listening and watching. Did you ever see that movie, A Clockwork Orange? Oh, yes. Way back when. Yeah. yeah. So there's a scene where they're like strapping Malcolm McDowell into this chair and forcing his eyes open and letting him watch all this horrible imagery. That's what they would have to do to me to get me to put one of those Facebook doohickeys in my home. I have Alexa. Google's already got all my information. No one else needs to get my information, especially not Facebook, especially not Marky Z. I don't, you know, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I so mean, no Facebook just, portal for you? No, just think about what you just said. This thing is always on, always listening, always watching. That's like the start of every sci-fi horror movie. It is the panopticon right there on your kitchen counter next to the toaster. Yes, next to the toaster. (laughs) It's watching. Oh, that's just hard. You know, wow. Talk about bad timing. Who is going to buy this thing? Didn't didn't really focus group that one, I don't think. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, it's just, it's almost like they're callously putting this stuff out there, like saying, psh. You know, these people are cows. They're just going to, you know, they, it's it's cheap. It's It'll let them buy stuff. I mean, it's just so awful. I'm getting so tired of it. Really, really awful. Anyway, I'm sorry. You, to answer your question, no, I'm not getting it. Yes, you're not getting a Facebook portal. And in other Facebook updates, so the company did say it's purged more than 800 accounts and profiles that were spewing political spam for profit. So... They're trying to step it up, I guess, before the U.S. midterm elections and the Brazil. Oh, the eight hundred, eight hundred accounts and profiles. Yes. So, what about the other eight hundred thousand that are? They're they're the they're, work, they're working through those. Uh, uh, they're, looking at they got them. a guy working on it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the back there. Yeah. There um, and the company also announced three D photos that use technology uh, to capture the distance between the subject and the foreground and background. I think you need a smartphone that can do like the portrait mode photos, mm. where mm. it'll it'll. Uh, you know, sharpen uh, the stuff in the foreground. I have seen a number of them show up in my feed, though, because people are, oh, this is really cool. So it's, uh, it, it's a popular visual treat. Uh, who knows what they're doing with the info? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? They give you all these doodads, all these yeah. doohickeys, yes, all those that, zippities. I don't yes, know what I'm saying, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, the, these pretty shiny objects to distract yes, your attention. Yes, shiny, shiny, look at this, shiny, shiny. Give yes, me your social uh, security number. Yes, you have to spend all your money. Now, Google has its own little speaker that they want to sell you, so yes, no Facebook portal to you, uh, mm-hmm. but but they've got a um, a smart home hub that's got a 7-inch touchscreen, and if you were a Google user that took advantage of all of the company's free software, you could check your calendar on it, see commute details based on Google's traffic data, you could get reminders and other kinds of personal information in the creepy but helpful category. Mm-hmm. The Home Hub can also control the smart devices in your smart house if you had one of those and, right. and 
and all that. And no, my, uh, house, if, my house is pretty dumb. So yeah, yeah, you're, you're keeping it in the dark there. And oh, yeah. um, and if you just want to use it to watch YouTube videos, uh, you can do that. You can also ask it questions, get recipes. Uh, find businesses, you know, access to look up restaurants or whatever, and uh, see all of this on the screen because it's not just a speaker. It's a speaker and a screen. Ah. So so that's Google's uh, ver- version of that. Um, as expected, Google has also announced the Pixel 3 and the Pixel 3 XL Android smartphones. Three whole pixels, as you commented in the other mm, week. Yes, indeed. Three whole pixels. But you know what's really got me thrilled? I got to admit it. They're back in the tablet game. Oh, oh, yo, you, I know you haven't bought an Android tablet. In years, I haven't. Have you? That slate looks pretty good, and they actually called it a slate, didn't they? The Pixel Slate. I might have. I might have to buy it. Yes. So, in addition to that, they've got the and the phones that they put out feel like they're almost tablet size. Anyway, the three XL has a six point three inch display, and Holy this the regular oh. Pixel Three is a five point five. So, so that's pretty beefy. Fablity, one one might uh, say they're getting in that neighborhood. Fablity, yes, I would agree. Yes, uh, and both the phone models include Snapdragon 845 chips, uh, 4 gigs of RAM, Bluetooth 5.0, and front-facing stereo speakers. And they've also got that new Titan M security chip uh, that Google says provides a on-device protection for login credentials, disk encryption, app data, and the integrity of the operating system. But you know what the most important question is, J.D.? The most important question? Headphone jack. I, I did not look specifically to see if they had switched to the USB-C thing only. I hope they didn't, but we should look up the specs and talk yeah, about it we next should. week. If they, if they just the 3.5, I know you're, you're just never going to give them a I'm just never going to. No, absolutely not. It's bad. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's all I'm looking for. I'm just looking for a decent You're just looking for something with a headphone jack. That's it. Yeah. yeah the it's a point of pride now. Yeah. You've got all these headphones. Yes. But uh, if you wanted one, the Pixel 3 starts at $799 for the 64 gigabyte model, and the 3XL is $899, and they're both out the 18th of October. So That's not bad. Yeah, so, so look to see if they got the headphone jack and then go from there. Yeah. Now, remember last week uh, there was a lot of flurry because Bloomberg came out with a story, uh, came crashing into the room with this big story about how Chinese intelligent agents had in- infiltrated the innards of 30 major companies, including yep. Amazon and Apple, yep, yep. by slipping into the supply chain and implanting tiny malicious microchips on server motherboards and other uh, boards used by the targeted firms. That was the story. Yeah, that was a big, and people were getting nervous, and a lot of uh, other organizations tried to verify it, and there's been this whole thing about how how deep this was. But uh, Senator John Thune of South Dakota has some questions for the companies in question, specifically Amazon, Apple, and Super Microcomputer Inc., which was the company that made the motherboards that uh, allegedly had these little tiny spy chips on them. Hmm. Uh, the companies have all denied the allegations in the Bloomberg story and said, no, that's not true. But uh, as Senator Thune wrote, If this news report is accurate, the potential infiltration of Chinese backdoors could provide a foothold for adversaries and competitors to engage in commercial espionage and launch destructive cyber attacks. So so he's coming at it from a national security angle here. Right, right, right. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, so I imagine there'll probably be another round of some type of congressional questioning. Uh, the, these tech companies just might as well get shuttle tickets, you know, back and forth to Washington with yeah, all these just, testimonies they're doing. They should, they should just get a, a share a house down there, like a frat house or something. Yeah, yeah, everyone you know gets a room and you know, yeah. beer keg. So uh, yeah, so so there'll be uh, there'll be more on that, I'm sure. Uh, and another worrisome security news because you asked if I had some, and I do. Yes. Yes. A, a report by the Government Accountability Office says nearly all the weapon systems being developed by the U.S. military from 2012 to 2017 
are vulnerable to cyber attack. Okay, we're done. That's it. That's another episode. Yes. (laughs) Top Tech Jam. Come on, breathe into the bag. I'm going to go curl up into a fetal position. Yes. Now, now, Department of Defense testers routinely found uh, what they call mission-critical cyber vulnerabilities in nearly all the weapon systems that were under, uh, you know, construction here. And as the report notes, in one case, it took a two-person test team just one hour to gain initial access to a weapon system and one day to gain full control of the system they were testing. So, yeah, that's a little school. Remember, we had that story, the airbase in New Mexico got hacked because yeah. the yep. dude never changed the router he password from the, the default. Password. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, they, they kind of need to, to get on it out there. And, uh, yes, the unnetworked Battlestar Galactica advantage comes into play here. Mm-hmm. Uh, as one of the reasons that the weapon systems are so vulnerable to cyber attack is that they're all connected to other systems, which the Pentagon saw as a huge advantage, but... Those of us who know from watching Battlestar Galactica, you, you you save yourself a lot of Cylons if you're off the network. That's right. Don't mess with the Cylons. They say just save the, the weapons from 2012 to 2017. So it's 2018 now. Maybe they're locking that up. And <laughs> but, okay. but the missile yeah, systems sure. are still on 8-inch floppies, and so those are way before that. So maybe those are safe because nobody has 8-inch oh, floppies anymore. Gosh. Oh, yes, man. and um, It's going to explode. But this does serve as a good reminder because October is National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. It is. That's right. It is. Yes. And uh, just to keep us all on our toes, there's a fresh wave of fake Flash installers that are circulating that in addition to actually installing Adobe Flash, they put cryptocurrency uh, mining malware on the unprotected computers. So, yeah. I should really just like just throw my computers away. Well, be on guard against Flash. I mean, it's still kind of used a lot. I don't I don't use Flash or I don't I don't install it unless I actually do it myself manually. Yeah, That's and how and, and you get it from the Adobe site and not from some, you know, random thing that pops up uh, on your computer that may or may absolutely. not be the actual Adobe updater. So Oh, you're killing me, JD. You're killing All right, me. well 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 let's move on. Uh okay. Twitter Twitter. Twitter, Twitter news. okay. Uh, how bad could uh, Twitter be? <laughs> Well, well, they've announced that uh, they're removing the ability to create Twitter moments from the iOS and Android applications, basically, because nobody was using them. Yeah, okay, that's good. The company said that they still are making the moments uh, possible from the desktop web version of Twitter, and you can see them in the mobile apps, but you just can't make them. So, I don't know. If, if not that many people were using moments, then yeah, nobody how, cares. Yeah, why would they? Who's going to care on the desktop? I mean, it seems that seems kind of weird. Yeah, because moments kind of seem like you're in the moment and you're mobile. But right, that's the whole. Yeah. That's it's right in the name. <laughs> yes, so we'll set the egg timer on that one going away. Uh huh. Now, uh, getting back to Amazon, of which we spoke of them uh, yes, a few items ago, they have recently dumped a recruiting tool that used artificial intelligence to review job applicants' resumes. Uh, and uh, they looked at this and sort of analyzed it, and they realized the system uh, was showing bias against women. Not what you want in your artificial intelligence, but as yeah. we talked mm-hmm. about, algorithms can be misogynist and racist. Yes, they can. The system had been under development since 2014, and after using it and getting through 2015, Amazon noticed the tool was not rating candidates for software developer jobs and other technical positions in a gender-neutral way. This was because Amazon's computer models were trained to vet applicants by observing the patterns found in 10 years' worth of resumes that had been submitted to the company, and most of those came from men. So all of the data that it was using to learn from was uh, resumes from guys, and so when it would get resumes from women, it would kind of not know what to do. So uh, af- after uh, trying to correct the error, and they, they sort of 
fussed with the algorithm and tried to work on it and couldn't get rid of the bias. So they just gave up on the project last year. And they said, we didn't use anything, any of the recommendations in the system for final you know, resume review, but uh, still, if it, it kind of pushed them down the pipeline, I imagine it did kind of peel out uh, some qualified applicants who I'm just sure happened it to did. be women. I'm sure it did. Yes. And finally. And finally. As the BBC's Click Team reports, uh, can virtual reality make people less racist? Now, I watched this little segment. Click is a the, sort of the digital tech show uh, on hmm. the BBC. Yep. It's like a half hour every week. It's actually a really fun show because they go and they find things that are just sort of percolating in research labs and maybe they're not uh, super well known yet, but but right. it's always an interesting show. But Click talked to researchers who were studying whether embodiment, uh, where you can see and control a virtual reality body, affects your behavior in the real world. And some of the experiments that they worked on uh, suggested that giving people a virtual body in, say, say, somebody white playing a black body or a man playing a woman in a domestic violence situation mm-hmm. can actually reduce the racial bias and uh, misogyny in the, the people because they've sort of experienced it themselves. Research used uh, these experiments and uh, did find that it did have uh, some impact and, and imp- empathy increased a little bit here. So Interesting. it's still very early. Uh, yeah. And then they had some some clips of showing uh, people running around in, in the different bodies uh, in the virtual environment and encountering they were encountering things that people of color or women would feel uh, every day, you know, and they're playing these characters and they're sort of getting beat up or whatever. And they're like, oh, this is actually a problem. So, wow. So it was interesting. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It it did remind me of of the line to kill a mockingbird about, you know, you never really know a man until you, you walk around in his shoes. uh, That's right. You know, you're inside his skin. So, you know, this is an age old concept, but but with the technology of VR, they're actually having people experiencing it. So, so that's That's kind of, I'll post a link to the clip. Uh, it's going to take a whole lot of VR to get rid of all the racism and misogyny oh, yeah. in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, w- w- one person at a time, I guess. Hey, I'm digging it one step at a time. Yes. And uh, we'll have a link to that story and all the other stories we talked about here in the new segment on our show page at poptechjam.com. All right. Well, we've talked about Facebook's uh, little troubles with privacy and then keeping mm-hmm. accounts secure um, yes. pretty regularly, I would say, the past couple of years. And yeah, every week, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And and with the elections and the fake news, it, it's sort of become a, uh, a chore sometimes to go visit. And, and you yourself have, have kind of backed away from Facebook. You mentioned oh, I have really, not going very, there. Very much. Yeah. Yeah, and clearly this is something that a lot of people are thinking about because Brian Chen in the New York Times last week uh, wrote a whole tech fix column about how to delete Facebook and its little sister Instagram if you've just had enough or you realize it's taking up way too much of your time or just really harshing your day because if you're fighting on Facebook or whatever – and so he wrote a whole column about how you would go about relieving yourself and getting Facebook out of your life. So uh, we'll post a link to his story as well. But he said the first thing you should do is like don't do it in, in sort of a rage. Just you got to, you know, take a deep breath. And mm-hmm. step one is just assess what you might lose. You know, if you do quit Facebook, friends and family are on there. Maybe people you never see. You've got a ton of photos that you've posted over the years. You've got a big chunk of your life up there, and if you leave Facebook, 
you're not going to have any of that anymore. You can download your data, which Facebook, you know, has a thing you can do if you go into your settings and download yes. a complete copy of everything you posted. It may take forever if you've been on for a while. Yeah, it but, did take uh, forever. Yeah, so he says if you if you thought about it and you're pretty sure that you want to do it, what you should do is just grab a whole copy of your data. This is just step two is download it, which you can do from your settings. Just take everything with you. When you do leave Facebook, it takes, I think, a few months to fully get all your stuff off their servers because mm-hmm. they can cling days, to it. Yeah. And they want to make sure that they give you the option to come back. So they they let you, they give you a 30-day grace period that you can reactivate your account. So Yeah, and, and you reactivate your account simply just by logging in. So yeah, they made much. it very, like, you know, very easy to accidentally reactivate. One thing uh, that he said in the piece, too, that I really think is a great idea, and I've actually done it, is he recommends disabling it temporarily. Like, you have the option of disabling it for a while and see if you can live without it. If you disable it and you find it doesn't really affect your day-to-day life, then, you know what, go ahead and delete the whole shebang. Yeah, and and, and when you do uh, disable or deactivate, whatever they call it, it does... Remove you from view. People mm-hmm. don't see you. People uh, you're not you, logging right? in because you're 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 uh, not using it. Right. So uh, if all of a sudden 500 people are like, where are you? Why are you Facebook? I miss you. Then no, oh, maybe someone there was paying attention to me. Exactly. exactly. But uh, yeah, yeah, that that is the other option. The setting is just to temporarily uh, deactivate yourself. But uh, if you've uh, if you've decided you want to leave, you've downloaded all your data. The next step uh, he has a step three is to hit the delete button. Yep. Which uh, you can do from the settings and it wants to make sure. Uh, so you go through and you delete the account. But then, as you said, your stuff hangs around. You have that 30-day grace period and it's waiting for you basically to come back, I think. Because, you know, it's muscle memory. You're used to checking it every time and, and until you break that habit. It's like smoking. Yeah, just keep going back. I said you can also delete Instagram because Facebook and Instagram are so tightly tied together. If you really want your privacy a semblance of it at least to come back. He suggested leading both. A lot of people really like Instagram because it's not the hassle that Facebook yeah. is. It's just a I place do. to post yeah. photos. And yeah, there may be some cyberbullying, but they've got tools now to take care of that. That's true. I do enjoy Instagram. It's pretty straightforward. You post pictures, you get feedback. There's no there's no monkey around with, you know, like games or this or that or yeah. 3D cameras or, you know, portals, none of that stuff. But, yeah, and since know. the two Instagram founders just left, we'll see if Instagram yeah. maintains that sense of, of individuality or if it's going to exactly. get all Facebooked up and then everything's connected and they're still hoovering up your, your data. But And uh, then I will get rid of it too. Yes. And then he says step six, you want to make sure there's no tracking because of all of the ads and the things you've shared. Mm. Um, he's like, delete your, you know, uh, clear your cookies, reset your advertising identifier stuff in the setting. Great recommendation, yeah. That's one of those things that you don't think of. You know, you're like, oh, okay, I got rid of Facebook, so I'm I'm in the clear, but you're not. Yeah, and, and get a privacy tool in your browser that, that blocks web trackers, uh, right, right. that kind of stuff, so they can't find you. And then you just wait. So you, you've uh, done all this stuff, and you wait the 30 days, and if you're, if you're fully done with it, then you just don't go back, and your stuff eventually gets purged out of the system. Correct. If you do break or you realize, oh, you know, I'm, I want to go back, but I just want to maybe not go back as much. You can log back in and there's be sure to to moderate your time on the site. Yeah. If you find you're spending too much time on it or sharing too much, uh, you know, just kind of pull the reins back. Yeah. And don't use your Facebook account to log into other accounts. That's just giving your information away. Yes. Yeah, like, access you know, tokens, you know, get them oh, by the please. dozen. Yeah, folks, don't do it. 
Don't do it. Anyway, I mean, I, I all great information. And I was very proud of myself because I did most of those steps, except, you know, actually physically deleting it. I just don't go on there anymore. And we were talking before we started recording that the reason I don't is because we have Facebook pages and, you know, I have Headstepper stuff on there. So I can't necessarily really pull the plug completely. Eventually I will. I mean, you know, the Facebook pages, how effective are they? We don't get a lot of traffic on them. That's probably a whole nother, you know, thing for me to dive into. But I can live without Facebook. All the people that I want to interact with, I have alternate ways to interact with. Yeah. So. And and I think Facebook, like a lot of, of younger people aren't using it or they have accounts oh, that they never yeah. visit. Yeah. It, people, I think we hit peak Facebook, you know, a year or two back. And now I people agree. are sort of leaving it. It's It's like, okay, I'm going off the grid. I don't want to be tracked or I'm tired of all this fighting, or it just takes up too much of my time and I should really be reading a book or paying attention to my family. And it's, it's people are, I can step away now. So Exactly. exactly. So a little and, bit of know, a shift here. Spend more time in the toxic cesspool of Twitter. That'll yes, make you happy. Yes. <laughs> just Or just unplug all together and go read a book in Twitter Read a book, form. darn it. Read a book. Yes. <laughs> So on that note, I think I want to go read a book, and I'm sure you've got so. some things to do. Think, so we should probably sign off. We should. We should say thank you to the bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. If you think it, they will probably, definitely, maybe build it. <laughs> oh, they'll, yeah, they'll totally build <laughs> they'll it for you. They'll definitely build it for you. Definitely. Yes. And thank you, listeners. Uh, yes, I know our you, recording schedule has been a little up and down lately, but as you yeah. can hear, we're recording from the bunker. So from the we, bunker. Uh, bunker. Yeah. We hit but it we're still we cranking them out. Hey, we're yes. still cranking them out. That's the important thing. We're like a we're like a runaway train. We never stop. Been going since 2012, at least on yes, the show. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So until next time, uh, when we're back with more, I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Okay, so you're going to go watch some more uh, Star Trek Enterprise now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to put on my big boy pants. <laughs> All right, don't hate watch for too long. <sighs>